Welcome to the Moviga Podcast, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. We're so glad you're joining us. If you're new here, Moviga is a community of nerds who love to talk about nerdy stuff. And every week we host a podcast, which is what you're listening to now or watching if you're joining us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Moviga. We are streaming our weekly podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Shout out to all those joining us in the chat right now. We're also streaming multiple games a week. So if you're not already here, check us out at twitch.tv slash Moviga. You can also find us on social media at Moviga Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. While you're on our Instagram, check the link in our bio to find us everywhere we are. We'd love to have you join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation there. And finally, if you're just here to listen to the podcast, follow us wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all in places. We're posting episodes every Friday, so you want to stay up to date on that. Finally, give us a like. Share us with your friends. We'd appreciate it. Without further ado, my name is Steven, and I am joined tonight by Lee. Hello. And Asia. Oh, hi. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, not much. Just partying. Literally. Just nothing, here to party? Yeah. Here to party? I understand that. Um, War never changes. That's right. Party never stops. I'm I'm partly distracted because uh, my stream just messed up, but well, we're here. Kate, welcome that. to the chat. Hi, Kate. Um, Guys, excited for tonight? Um, Not a ton of topics, to be quite honest with you. Hi. Um, but we're going to party anyway. So, uh, before we get started, I want to know what you guys have been watching, playing, starting with Lee, because you're first on my list right here. Wasn't going to be because of alphabetical order, that's for sure. (laughs) No, that's too Yeah, I do unalphabetical (laughs) order. So, last week I mentioned that, uh, my wife and I had been watching the 4K, uh, extended Lord of the Rings. Yes, sir. And we continued that. We had already watched The Fellowship and the Two Towers last week. So um, I think it was Thursday night. We watched The Return of the King. And it was great. As good as it's always been. Higher fidelity. That's always a good thing. Um, And I totally noticed, Stephen, you asked me last week about the greens and the hues there. Mm. That kind of Mm -hmm. seemed to be uh, an outcome of the upscaling of the resolution Mm. and yeah it's it's there i mean it's not it doesn't ruin the movie or anything it doesn't totally kill the experience but you definitely notice greens when there don't need to be any greens in the shot Mm. (laughs) yeah i feel like return of the king is kind of a green movie too like especially with the the ghost guys and i feel like there's a lot of green in that movie yeah yeah, it's stuff like, like that. It, it worked, but like so. So for the opening of that movie, it's Gollum. Uh, it's it's Smeagol and Deagle, and it's it which just shows the origins of of Gollum, how he became mm-hmm. Gollum, right? And they're in the middle of a river, and there's really green um, banks on either side, and it is just like so <laughs> lime green, almost the grass outside <laughs> of the water, mm. and it's just like oh, that I feel like that could have been fixed or adjusted, even turned down a little bit, just for maybe a scene or two. And there was another yeah. thing, like uh, like I told you, Gollum had a spot or two that just didn't look as great as he could have mm. in terms yeah. of the original resolution of the movies. There was a spot where uh, Frodo's in Shelob's lair, and it's it's like super dark around him, but you can tell where they drew the mask on the software oh. to brighten up just his face. Um, Dang, so it's didn't like, I see a thing where oh. it was like Peter Jackson painstakingly like, was here for every, dang, every frame. Yeah, there's a few frames Man. that he said, oh, good enough. 
That's fine. <laughs> but I mean, in, in all, I, yeah, totally, totally worth it. I mean, just just the detail is is great. But when you get into the mm-hmm. stuff that was already done so well for the just the high definition version, that stuff didn't scale up as well. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. oh, a little little disappointing, but still, still awesome, awesome on a gigantic 4K TV. Um, we ended up realizing we I don't s- have a 4K DVD player. So thankfully, the, oh. uh, the 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 set comes with it digitally. So we were still able to watch it in 4K. Nice. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. I um, I know the like Xbox. Oh no, I can't. I literally Xbox One X. Right. Last the last one was Xbox One X. Uh, and this one is the Series X. Y- yes. Yes. That is correct. Why well, was there? There was an updated version of the One X, right? Oh, no, 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 no. It was Xbox One, then Xbox One X. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be funny. Um, that one did play 4K discs, but the PS4 Pro did not. I can't remember. But, like, oh, interesting. yeah, I started I started getting um, 4K discs, and then I realized that we didn't have a 4K Blu-ray player. But then someone was randomly selling one in our neighborhood, and uh, I looked it up. I was like, I was like, hey, this is, like, a $200 thing they're selling for, like, 60 bucks. We got to get it. We, have to, we haven't used it since <laughs> once. But nice. we have Worth it just it. in case. Because like, I've always been like, you can see my movies back there. I used to like, back in the day, my wall was like full, not this wall, but when I was a kid, my wall was full of DVDs and stuff I got from like Goodwill and all that. And I was like, I don't stream. I don't stream. Um, <laughs> but that like changed recently. And I just like, I still try to get discs. If they come with a digital copy as well, but man, not nearly as much as I used to. Yeah. Anyway, I'm eating up your time. You now have 10 seconds. I apologize. Um, thanks. Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so that <laughs> really is the biggest thing that we've watched. I, I can't really say that there's been anything new. Oh, wait, I lied. Justin inspired my wife and I to watch the um, Marry Me movie because it's streaming oh. on Peacock. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I'm. It was good. It was very entertaining. I mean, I, I feel like if in terms of rom coms um, or chick flicks, I don't know if it would be considered a full comedy. I don't know how that really works genre wise. How does it compare to like Wedding Planner? Uh, I think it's pretty good. I'd say it's right up there. And honestly, that's Owen Wilson. Whoa. Like she seems to the movie she does. She seems to have a good leading man mm-hmm. across from her. You know, that's good. Um, yeah, the story was good. It wasn't to feel good you know like there's there's a moment where it could be like oh everybody wins and it's the end of the day everybody's happy yeah but there was it, it didn't it didn't follow that it wasn't happily ever everybody after died yeah somewhere so, between like happily ever after and la la land <laughs> you were exactly oh. <laughs> somewhere between there um and yeah I, I was it was it was really good uh music surprisingly was the thing that stuck out to me the most about that movie i mean obviously j-lo as being right. a musician herself it was um it seemed like whenever you do any type of movie that involves music or lip syncing or anything like that, it looks super duper fake, right? It's really hard to fake it well. Mm-hmm. To me, it mm-hmm. seemed like most of that stuff was legitimately performed or shot live. Not that they necessarily used that audio, but it was like, didn't look like she was just making it up as she went. Like the music was solid, all original music, I would assume, for the movie because none of them are songs that exist in the regular world. Um, but it was good. Well done, I would say. And Owen Wilson is so just it's a, a musical, treasure. Or it's just J-Lo singing it's something. It's J-Lo, but she's a, she's a professional singer. 
in the movie. Gotcha. So music is a huge part of it. You know, she's writing mm-hmm. songs, she's winning an award for a song that she wrote with this other guy. And um, yeah, it was, it was good. Very entertaining. If you, if you like rom-coms or anything like that, chick flicks wise, uh, be easy to stream, especially if you have access to Peacock. Um, but like I said, Owen Wilson really is what made the movie good for me. <clears throat> That's cool. Um, super, super great. Um, and I love that he's made this transition from super goofy, awkward, uh, doing a lot of inappropriate movies to kind of, you know, once it got to meet the parents in those movies, his character arc started to get a little more grown up, even though he was still slightly annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But now he's just a good dude that you're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to be related to that guy or hang out with him at a party or something. Is is he an alt guy? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, basically. He's an altercation guy. Yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like uh, Mobius is my favorite Owen Wilson. Yeah. Actually, so fantastic in that. His character there in in the Marry Me has some serious Mobius vibes, I would say. Except add add a father into that. Single single father into that. That's my opinion on that. Yeah, for sure. Check it out. I would say check it out. Um, That's the only other new thing we've watched other than our normal normal shows. Um, Playing... A lot of destiny, and we'll talk about that tonight or on the podcast. So uh, I'll oh, just yeah. leave it at that. It's something big released today, and it's everything I hoped and dreamed it would be, and more. <gasps> Dreams came true today. Is that what you're saying? Yep, just like they did for J Lo and Owen Wilson. Nice, wow. but maybe Spoiler. not. I mean, it wasn't a super happy. You never know. <laughs> um, I'm curious what what uh, what's your guys' favorite rom com. Because somebody asked me that the other day, like he was like the, watching a movie with his wife. He's like, "What's a good rom com?" I was like, "Freak, dude, I don't know." Mm. I mean, I feel like all the obvious ones, like Sleepless in Seattle. I freaking love Sleepless in Seattle. You've got Mail's great. Honestly, my favorite is probably The Holiday. <clears throat> the Holiday. It's kind is of Christmassy, with... but it's got oh Jack yeah. Black is one of the main characters, but it's like serious Jack Black, which is weird. But he's still super Get funny and charming. That out of here. <laughs> I know you don't like that movie. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that movie, dude. That movie is just bonkers. Like, I don't know. Dude. I just remember watching it thinking like, it was so bizarre how like perfect Jude <laughs> Law was. You know what I'm saying? It was like every second there was almost conflict. It was like, oh no, I'm, I'm actually still perfect. And like, he was, and I'm just like, yeah, I get this out of here. Though I love the director, it's uh, Nancy Myers, right? So she did uh, the Parent Trap remake, uh, What Women Want. Um, Haley, my wife, really loves uh, It's Complicated. Yep, she's saying that in the chat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. Anyway, sorry, continue. <clears throat> well, that was my answer for favorite rom com. Oh, yeah. Well, Asia, you got one in there? Um, I had. Hmm. I have to think about that. Also, sorry, my I think my laptop is like freaking out right now. <gasps> Hopefully, I don't uh, lose a internet connection. Um, probably my uh, favorite uh, rom com is okay. If I'm gonna be totally honest, like let's hear it. Win a date with Ted Hamilton is my favorite. <gasps> Whoa, it's so ridiculous. I forgot about that movie. It's so ridiculous, but I love it. Wow, so much. <laughs> I never saw that one. I never saw that one. That is uh, Josh Duhamel and... And... Uh, oh, Topher. 
Kate Bosworth? Yes. Is that who's in it? A mm-hmm. for Grace. Yeah, that's yes. right. Um, yeah. I'm a huge, uh, this is like weird. Like he's not a great actor, but I love Topher Grace. Like, yeah, I do too. Actually. I like cool. Topher Grace too. I was about to say, yeah. I don't like that 70s show. Like at all? Not really. I loved him in I Ocean's like Eleven. Yes. He's in Ocean's Eleven? He is. Yeah. He's in the first like five minutes of that movie. He's, um, what is he doing? Uh, he's like helping run the he's, hotel he's or something. He's himself learning to play poker. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, he's not a great actor because I feel like he's never really acting for most of the things he's in. Like, he's just himself. Yeah, he doesn't really have a range, for- but I love his personality, at least what comes through on screen. So I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, my wife is in the chat, says Stephen hates everything. Not true. <laughs> I really like 51st Dates. I like. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, uh, sleeps in Seattle. You've got mail. Um, I also like. I mean, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days is great. Yeah. Um, Classic. I like. I like the Wedding Planner. I like Monster in Law. I like Monster in Law is funny. You like Fever Pitch. Man, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's been a long time. I used to like Jimmy Fallon, but I'm not really a Jimmy Fallon. Man. Uh, you know. Okay. Um. Anyway, should we get on with it? <clears throat> sure. Um. Um. Asia, what you been watching, playing? Um, I have been watching and playing a lot of things. Um. So we watched Psych movie three. This is Gus. We got yes. like the one free month of uh, Peacock just for that. Um. And it was it great. Changed your I loved life, it. didn't it? It did. It did. I feel like their movies get better and better everyone. Like I feel like they're oh, yeah. like they just refine that process of like telling a story in the form of a movie as opposed to a, a TV show. Um plus the fan service so, is never overdone. Yeah, they do they leverage it well. They don't like yeah. just throw it at you and there's like no story behind it. Um yeah. so I really enjoyed that. It was really funny. I felt we were like late to the game with that. Um and since we have uh, Peacock um, my brother who's watched pretty much he like hasn't watched every single episode of Psych but he's watched essentially from start to finish give or take a few episodes here and there he had never seen the movie so then we went back and watched Psych the movie which was it was just great watching that again so we haven't seen the second one I mean we have in the past but we haven't watched through that again um, with Jacob uh, but we watched three and then one which was kind of funny but uh, I love those so much they're just great um, and are they like like chronological? Do they ha- do they rely on each other much? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty the like self reference or like referencing to um things in the past. Like the movie kind of picks up <clears throat> not like immediately after um the uh series finale, but like close after, where there are elements from the series finale that like mm-hmm. <laughs> cross over to the movie, which is really funny. Um, so yeah, I just think. It's great. Um, I'm gonna maybe bend the rules a little bit and say I've also been <gasps> listening to the. <laughs> I know. Uh, did you see my list? Because I literally just typed in something I've been listening to. Oh, okay, cool. That Asia, makes me feel like so less in of sync a right now. Breaker. You're so, <laughs> in so sync right now. Yeah, it's great. Um, so there's also a podcast called "The Psychologists Are In" with um, Maggie Lawson and um, uh, Tim Momensen. Um, 
and it's really good. It's basically they're like going through every episode. So there's in theory like one podcast episode per series episode, and I'm, I would assume like probably one for each movie as well, or maybe a few for each movie. Um, mm-hmm. And so Luke and I are, wa- are listening through that. He he, you know, he always gives me a hard time about like watching things without him or doing things without him. And then he goes and like if he starts something. I'll like go Mm-mm. walk away and then come back like after work. And he's like listening to like three episodes past where I had listened. I was like, dude, are we doing this together or are we not? I need to like be consistent. Um, so I need to catch up because I think he's listened to a few more than I have. Um, but it's really cool. It's basically just, yeah, like Maggie and uh, Tim who are like best friends, which I didn't really know. Um, and they just like bring in um like james roday and um Dooley hill and just like anyone that wants to be on it like they'll just like guest them um and like just kind of talk about like behind the scenes stuff uh so i've really enjoyed that it's kind of fun to listen to that uh while like watching through the series um again um and the movies again um well yeah so, who, so. who's who's tim who's um he is the uh he's lassiter it's been a long time. Um, is that the mother detective guy? Yeah, yeah, the tall, grumpy one. Oh, okay, good. He's always good, good. mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know what I know Maggie Lawson from? From what? Model behavior. <gasps> did you ever see that movie? Yes, I did. That's her. I right? for, yeah, I forgot that it was her, but he, so um he was in um what's it called? Luck of the Irish. Yeah. And so he brought right. that up. Yeah, he brought that mm-hmm. up, and then she brought up model behavior, and I was like, I totally forgot that that was her. So yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I remember when that show started, I was like, model behavior. <laughs> that's I should, awesome. I shouldn't know that movie, but I do. That's okay. Hey, it's a great movie. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it's nostalgic. If anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So. That's like my psych world adventures these days. Um, I've also watched Genius, the Kanye document documentary part one, which apparently it's in three parts, which I guess that's a thing that Netflix is doing is just like breaking things up into multiple parts. Hmm. Um, and it's really fascinating. It's like young Kanye when he's like first getting started. And like this dude that was like a comedian who at the time was just like recording a bunch of random. Sorry, I'm like going way over. Um, that's right. Um, recording a bunch of uh, like people in Chicago, like other talent. Um, he kind of like found Kanye early on. Was like, this guy's a, a genius, and I should like actually just stop my comedi- uh, comedy career and just make a documentary of him. And so this is like his work Whoa. all these years later, which is pretty crazy. Whoa. Um. But yeah. Um. Sweet. Also, I've been watching new stuff from uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Which is cool. Um, new nice. new I, season. I haven't watched that show at all. No, it's really good. Worth it. I I is think that so. on Prime. Yes. Oh Prime. yes, it is. Okay. Um, okay. I'm annoyed that they're. I mean, it's good and it's bad that they're releasing it episode by episode, but it's good for me. Oh it's yeah, good. yeah, it's good. Uh, but it's just phenomenal. Um, acting and also just like probably one of the most like visually stunning things I've ever seen. Um, oh. mm-hmm. I think you would appreciate it if not just for that. Hmm. Um, so you yeah. telling me the color grading is good. The color grading is great. 
<laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, I'll like fly through the rest of these. Um, Wonder Years, uh, I've been really enjoying. Um, I'm like a few episodes into that. Um, Friday Night Lights is a show that I've been watching through with my brother. I told him if he's going to live with us, he has to watch this with me because he's never experienced it before. And he's hooked, so I'm really proud of myself. Uh, I nice. think it's great. Um, fun tidbit about that. Um, it's one of the first shows, or when it was originally released, it was like the first show that like t- did storytelling this way where they explored the lives of like a bunch of the, like basically all the cast members or all the characters in the show over time as opposed to just focusing on one or two people. Um, so that's kind of why it was so popular back then was because like no one really mm-hmm. did that before. Um, so mm-hmm. it's really cool to, I don't know, to appreciate that and as as yeah. I watch through it with Jacob. Um, Space Force, new season came out. I'm like a few oh, episodes yeah. I forgot about that. I show. know. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny and weird. <laughs> dang, I forgot. I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, Boba Fett, finally finished that. We were kind of behind because e- that was all like when we were on family vacation and it's pretty good. There's a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of, uh, oh shoot, what's the name of the, the creature i'm like blanking rancor rancor there's a lot of rancor like yeah it's a lot <laughs> like it was fine i liked i liked the ending but there's a lot of rancor um yeah. <laughs> arcane finally getting around to watching that like episode three I've heard good things it's very good um i, I was about it. i was surprised at how like fast-paced it was like i kind of thought there'd be more like drawn out drama parts mm-hmm. but i'm like oh all right we're mm-hmm. like we're going. It's like, I, I kind of thought that we were at the end of the season, but it's only episode three. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's good. But like, not in a bad way. It's just like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, and then as we're playing things, played Parks recently, we did a community game night. Um, our church like hosts it, which is really cool. And um, it's a, a board game by um, Keymaster Games. And it's like one of the most chill, uh, like, beautiful and like fun board games to play that like i probably play more often than any other game that we own yo i need to check this out you can get a target mm-hmm. it's really cool really? Mm-hmm. um and then tell, uh, tell luke to bring it to uh, oh yeah i'm sure he will i saw he brought trails which is like the like little brother version of that game apparently uh, so i'm okay. sure he'll bring it in parks too um and then as for video games minecraft i'm playing that I had not played it for a couple months, so it's nice to get back into it. And thanks to Austin for um, convincing me, I downloaded Stardew Valley, and I'm on Mm. like day uh, 12, I think, or 13 um, Mm -hmm. uh, of spring. So that's been super fun. I never really, I played a little bit through it um, at one point, like on Luke's Switch. Like before I had a switch, mm-hmm. but now I'm like actually playing for real, and I have a dog now, which is cool. Harvested What's some. What's the dog's target. name? Dog Pocky. in real life and in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pathetic. <laughs> or is it Stardew? I guess I don't. Know I was, the this is like the first thing that came to mind. It like looked like Pocky, so you know mm. it's fine. Understand? 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 But yeah, that's my super long list of things I've been up to the last couple weeks. Sick. I really want to get into Stardew. I uh, I almost bought it the other day. I can't bring myself to buy. I know it's on Game Pass, but I want to play it on my Switch. But I like can't buy it when I know that I've like seen it on sale for like five bucks before when it's like fifteen dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. 
I'm kind of cheap. I'll probably do it eventually, though. <clears throat> um, me personally, um, I have been watching What We Do in the Shadows still. Yep. I'm actually, I only have one more episode of season three, and then uh, I got to wait until the next season. Oh. It's super funny. Something very unexpected happened in uh, the episode we watched tonight. <clears throat> kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, it's, um, if you don't know, have you heard about it? What yes. We Do in the Shadows? I really, really want to watch it. Um, I so I watched the movie, and you okay. know, anytime there's a TV show ba- based on a movie, you're always kind of like, eh, like they're just trying to like live up to it or whatever. At this point, like the movie is what we do in the shadows of my brain. Like I kind of forgot about the movie at this point. That's how good it is. So it's good stuff. Um, nice. so, well, cool. We are still watching Kim's Convenience. We're in season three now. Um, how do you feel? There's four seasons, good. right? I think there's six. Oh, six. Okay, just kidding. I could be wrong. What makes me sad is I know it was like canceled, and I asked Justin if it had like an actual ending, but he said not really. Yeah, I was right. I was gonna, yeah, basically everything up until like the whatever <clears throat> the second to last season is is good, and then afterwards, like it's fine. It's like the adventures of mm-hmm. people from Kin's Convenience, but I don't feel like it actually uh... brought a lot of closure. Or enough character development, which is really, really unfortunate, but at least it exists. The last season was like that, you said? Yes. In my opinion. Bummer. And Justin's opinion, I believe. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying it. It's, um, I'm not like itching to watch every episode, but we still do. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I really like. Oma and Appa. Appa? Oh, Am I saying yes. pronouncing it right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I love Appa. Is, He's so fine. I don't actually love Alma that much. She's really? kind of annoying to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just like when she's like, like she was like, I'm going to go sneak attack Janet. Yeah. And then the next scene, she's just at Janet's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, it's good stuff. Um, so I watched Reacher on Amazon Prime. What do you think? And I have some thoughts on that. Um, I loved the first episode. I thought it was very cool. I'm a sucker for like um, that kind of character where he just comes into a room and like somebody's like doing something bad and he just like, you just know like, oh shoot, this boy going to get his butt kicked. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it's very satisfying and like the bully gets beat up. And, um, <clears throat> it was great. The first episode was great. The show overall was good. Okay. Um, it kind of dips into like CW territory every now and then. And oh. I'm like, no, 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 no. Get back, get back out of there. <laughs> um, the action, kind of like surprisingly, the I know the action surprisingly isn't great either. Some of the fighting is, feels kind of slow. Mm. Um, and he hits with his elbows a lot, and I think that's like an actual fighting style, but I don't know. It's yeah, not- Batman um, Begins fighting, dude. Lee, you're on mute, if you didn't know. I don't know how long you've been on mute. <laughs> At least it's recorded for the podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the fighting feels kind of slow. In the first episode, I remember I remember watching like a promo for it and thinking the same thing, and then the, I forgot about it, and then we watched the episode, and I was like, oh yeah, that was stupid. He like- he tries to channel Jackie Chan where he like uses whatever is in his surroundings to fight. And it's like, oh, it's cool. I love it. 
but he like grabs a washcloth and throws it in a guy's face before he punches him, but the guy's like <laughs> right next to him. So it's like funny. you kind of just wasted like four seconds. You could have <laughs> yeah. just punched him. You know what I'm saying? It's just they just wanted to look cool. But um overall, it is worth a watch. There's eight episodes, they're like an hour long each. Kind of tropey, you know, kind of your typical like whatever, like former military. I don't know. But um it's good. The guy who plays Reacher makes it all worth it. I think he does a great job. Handles most of the cringy lines well. Um, That's talent right yeah, there. It's good. It's good. The last episode was bad. I oh. gotta say. As much as I don't want to say it. Um, they tried to go very big with the like action and stuff. And some of the CGI was so bad. It's like... The, oh, I don't want to spoil it. But um, it's very bad. Very cheesy. And like there are... You know, Jack Reacher's this giant dude. And the whole like... His whole character thing is like he can beat anybody up and everyone's scared of him. But it's like if it doesn't fit the story, he's going to have a hard time fighting this person. Like he'll be it's like this character, this bad villain is more important to the story. So even though he's a tiny weakling and he's way weaker than other people that Reacher has chopped their heads off in two seconds, Reacher's going to have a hard time fighting him because he's a villain in the story. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you should be killing this dude right now. Uh, and then literally one of the characters like fights literally an older person. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Anyway, <clears throat> that's funny. So it felt a little expendable Z, like some of the like one liners and stuff. So, ah, oh, I was so bummed because I, I really like the show. Um, but hopefully season two gets a bigger budget and they, uh, fix some stuff. Anyway. Moving on. Um, I don't think I've actually played ESO since last podcast, so uh, but I want to. I just haven't had time. Um, <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of Bowser's Fury on the Switch. Pretty fun. Nice. Doesn't really explain things super well. I almost like texted a friend of mine who I know has played it and like asked questions, but I was like, that's fine. I'll just figure it out. Um, but I don't know. It's fine. It's like a little miniature Super Mario game. Um, I have been listening to the La La Land soundtrack. Oh, nice. Um, and I say that because I just freaking love La La Land so much and the ending I don't love, but the rest of the movie is so freaking good. Yeah. I would probably say maybe it's my favorite musical ever. All right. Because literally it's like the only musical where I don't skip any of the songs. You know, there's all like, yeah. every musical, there's like one or two songs where like, I don't really care about the song. You skip it. Dude, La La Land, I'll listen to all of them, boy. Did you, did you watch um, no. Tick Tick Boom? No, I didn't. Okay. Was it good? Yes, it's so good. If you don't like, I don't know, just watch it and then let me know if you skip songs. Okay. Okay. Because I think you that. You think I'll skip songs? <laughs> or I won't skip no, songs? No, I think you won't skip songs. I think it's like really, really, Ooh. it's like fantastic. It's Andrew Garfield and uh, um, who is it? Um, what's her face? The, what's her face that was in um, High School Musical? She is in it, but not as much as oh, it's marketed. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, like she is in it, but it's not like yeah. she's like constantly oh. just like oh gotcha. cool she's there and she's she gotcha. she plays a good role. Yeah, the last thing I saw her in was Beastly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Last thing I saw her in was uh, was that Christmas Hallmarky Netflix movie. Oh yeah, she's like a she's like a princess or something, Mm. or a twin of a I don't know. Oh, my kind of movie. I I think that sounds familiar. Actually, yeah. Um, Haley and I, when we were dating, she made me go see Beastly, and I just remember there's one part where uh, he's like watching her from afar, and she like trips or something, (laughs) and like just kind of chuckles at herself and keeps walking. And I remember like being in theaters like. <laughs> cringe, dude. I'm cringing right now. Um, and um, what's her face? Anyway. Olsen's in it too. She's the oh, weird Elizabeth. Witch. No, no, no. One of the I don't know. Which, one of the twins. I don't remember which one. Oh, she's the oh, one that like Beastly. has the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, I forgot about that. That's so random, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, what I did not see this weekend was Uncharted, and I'm very sad about it. Um, so we were in Tennessee this weekend and we just got back last night and I'm going to tantrum con with frost and Brian and Bubba and all them from LTN wow. on Thursday. So I probably ain't going to see cool. uncharted until next week, which makes me sad. Not with that attitude. I know Maybe you guys can should... like watch it while you're down there. Like, right. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, but I might be mad if to... Luke does that without me, but it's okay. Yeah. With you guys, See when fine. I'm with when I'm with people that I I'm about to start crying. When I'm with people I want to like hang out with, I don't want to like go in a dark room and not yeah, talk for two that's hours. Understandable. You know what I'm saying? So we probably won't do That's that. the only thing I want to do if, when I hang out with people. <laughs> you know what? You're you're not wrong. You ain't wrong about that. Um Brooks in the chat says Bowser's Fury is amazing. I I need to keep playing it. He also says you should play the Beastly game on Wii. Is a game? <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Oh, Brooks. I'm not surprised Brooks knows about that. Oh, next weekend is Batman. Crap. I got to see Uncharted. I have to see it. I've like waited have to. years and years for this movie, even though I know it's probably not going to be a master. Okay, it's okay. Anyway, my five minutes is up just now, basically. So, uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Uh, y'all want to take a quick break? Y'all. Sure thing. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk some Destiny. A little bit, maybe. Yep. So uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. Every Tuesday night at 8, we record the next episode of the Moviga podcast on twitch.tv slash Moviga. Come interact with us in chat, hang out with us before, during, and after the podcast. We'll see you there. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, Brian is not here, but we have something even better than Brian <laughs> to talk about Destiny here with us tonight. Something. Our good friend Lee. So, uh, Witch Queen came out today. Is that correct? Pew, 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 pew. Yep. Pew, pew, pew. Um, and you have played it, correct? Yes. It's pulled pew, up on my Xbox right now. No. I must admit that. Put your controller I'm down. I'm not playing it. I'm not playing it. I'm just <laughs> saying it's up. You're playing it with your toes. <laughs> Show me your toes. I'm not playing with my hands. No, I'm not showing you my toes. <laughs> uh, talk to me. How is it? Are you enjoying it's it? It's great. So yeah. So I've what only I've only played the first three missions. Um, but it's great. Uh, the the hype for this was essentially feeling like this go around was going to be on par with um, Destiny One. Uh, most popular DLC, which was uh, the Taken King, 
which mm. essentially just shifted the whole game. And <clears throat> Destiny One wasn't failing, but you know it had its problems. And the Witch, uh, yeah. not the Witch, the Witch Queen is obviously this time around. But um, the Taken King was the big one for Destiny One, and I honestly <clears throat> feel like that's kind of where we're at with the Witch Queen. Um, Yo, Destiny's been in a really great place for the last. Um, I can't say two years since they left Activision's control, but um, Beyond Light was a great year for them to refocus and recenter even just their narrative control of Destiny and how they implemented mm-hmm. that with seasonal content. Um, but even right off the rip with this current um, DLC, the season legitimately pairs perfectly with what's going on in the Witch Queen um, and the the seasonal stuff. So, it's like hand in hand for the first time from the rip of the DLC, which is really great. Um, that's never happened in Destiny history, where if they had seasonal content, which didn't really come around until Forsaken um, mm-hmm. campaign, because before then it was just a released DLC either every six months or every year or whatever it was. So the seasonal content was them tr- just trying to beef things up. But it's like with the Witch Queen, they finally got it right. Um. So anyways, all last year in terms of backstory, the seasonal content was good. They were leading up to the Witch Queen, telling that story, setting it up with all of the stuff that had to happen to get Savathun, who is the Witch Queen, um, to take the light. So all of that last seasonal setup was done with, and we finally have the Witch Queen launched. Story content's great so far. Um, We're actually fighting against other enemies that have the same powers that we have had this whole time with light with the traveler which is pretty surreal especially going up against the same stuff um that you would be throwing back at them right so like their ultimates and all that stuff yeah they have they have ultimates and and it's like they move differently too so like there's been new enemies introduced and stuff in the past Mm -hmm. and maybe they had different mechanics or whatever different certain powers or abilities or weaponry whatever but um the crazy thing is that they actually have um, completely reworked the way that the Hive who have light interact and move and obviously fight than the Hive that are still just normal, regular okay. old Hive without the light. So it you can tell a big difference, which is nice. It's not just like, oh, they reskinned this enemy and it's you know shooting yeah. a slightly different gun. But it's <clears> like, <throat> no, this dude who has light powers is moving three times as fast as any enemy I've ever encountered, and he's one-shotting me really easily. <laughs> so Sounds like my experience with Destiny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if uh, there's a couple really good things that they did with this launch, too, is they realize they don't want to leave anybody behind, so they've taken a lot more care in, uh, in including the new community, the new lights, especially if they're playing Destiny for free instead of paying for the mm-hmm. DLC. So they're figuring out a way to get the new lights to play some of the new DLC campaign stuff so they can get into the seasonal content as well. Because um, those are separate. DLC is separate from seasonal. Uh, even though they work hand in hand in terms of story and overarching narrative. But uh, it's it's been it's been great. Honestly, even today, our clan has grown by like six or seven people just because... They're like, hey, I've been thinking about getting into Destiny. And so we've had a lot of um, people joining our Discord server and whatnot. So it's been a really active day, which proves that it's good. And actually, this seems like the smoothest launch of any of the Destiny DLCs that I've been around for. Um, Mm. Smooth as in not a really long queue time. Um, even, Even if you did have to wait, maximum that I've seen any of us have to wait around was maybe like 45 minutes. That's not bad. 
that's, which is way better than than some of the other ones. Oh, it's that's that's a huge improvement from from last year's long Beyond Light launch. <laughs> but that was just at the very like of beginning of the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean really really that was just right when everything went live at noon today. So, mm-hmm. um yeah. by like four o'clock, people were logging in and getting in right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So that's good. That's I impressive. mean, Destiny did a great job of preparing. I mean, even they posted a few weeks ago that um the Witch Queen DLC had been pre-ordered um one million plus one million pre-orders for um, the witch queen which is that's a big deal Mm -hmm. so yeah um i mean that's that's obviously not as much into the the storytelling and everything the storytelling is great the three missions i played are great uh they also introduced regular just like always they always had regular campaign but they introduced legendary version of that as well so you can choose before you start each mission do you want to do the harder version and get double the loot and um rank up faster or do you want to just do it plain play through it like normal and another really big deal that the community has been asking for for a while is everything's replayable um wow, so you can cool. come back and replay the mission again if you want to maybe you did it on the lower level and you want to try it on the harder difficulty mm-hmm. um and they're rewarding players when all that's said and done when you finally finish the campaign on legendary they're actually rewarding you with um gear that is above the uh soft cap for armor if you know anything about that it essentially is going to get you 25 levels higher than um if you just play the game normally and try to level up slowly so even if you're still under that mark it's going to hand you armor and gear at a certain level and it's going to give you um exotic weapons that are essentially gated behind um highest difficulty tier uh rng activities so they're guaranteeing because of you encountering the most difficult version of the campaign they're guaranteeing you high level gear and Mm. hard to earn gear that's you know exotic and really really good for um each character and stuff. So I it's 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 just seems like they're doing a great job of listening to the players and figuring out how can we engage everybody no matter where they are at, whether they're brand new to the game, they're just casual or they really want to dig in, they want to level up as fast as they can so they can get to the maximum light level before uh the raid drops or whatever it is. So um I got to say just great job Bungie. I'm I know I'm going to stay up late the next few <laughs> nights this week until I finish everything because I do want to, I want to grind it out. I want to get all that high level gear and um, it's way more accessible to me now than it ever has been. So I, uh, cool. I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, Asia is going to get into some destiny. I hear. Yeah. I know. I was like, so I'm encouraged you, to hear. Have you played any yet? Me? Or what? Yeah. Um, I mean, I played, played any witch queen yet. No, 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 no. I haven't even, I haven't oh. started. Um, but I was telling Steven earlier that um, when I was playing Minecraft uh, a few days ago, I hadn't like played Minecraft in a while. So it like logged me out of my stuff. And for the life of me, I could not like retrieve my um, Microsoft account information. So I had to start over, which is fine. Um, so any uh, uh, like saved stuff I might have had from when Destiny uh, 2 first came out is I don't know it's gone forever, um, which is okay. It's uh, my brother just started playing today Destiny for the first time. Um, so he even told me tonight he's like, so we're playing this right? We're gonna play this together. So I feel like I have to now. Like I mean, it's a good thing. It's mm. like accountability sort of. 
Oh, I, well, I got to say that too. Like, especially with this legendary campaign stuff, you don't have to uh-huh. do it solo. Everything yes. everything about Destiny is better when you're playing with other people. Yes. That's why the clan is such a big deal. And I've been really excited mm-hmm. to see more people joining. So you and somebody else starting it together for the first time and doing it mm-hmm. side by side, that's that's the best way to do it. That's the best yeah. way to experience Destiny. I'm, I'm excited about that because like when I started before, it was like, it's kind of hard <laughs> to like do it by myself. Yeah. And like I really only I, I enjoyed it much more, I should say, when I played with um with Luke and with um one of his roommate, one of his um best friends. Um, but when I didn't play with them, I just I felt like I was too new to it that I was like, mm. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um so I'm excited to like actually go through the entire thing with um someone right. who's like at the same level as me. <laughs> no, that's the that's that's awesome. And the other cool thing I d I don't think I mentioned this. I I I said that they've done a really good job of integrating it so that no one feels left behind or you come back Mm -hmm. to destiny way too late. And it's like, well, I'm too low level. I can't do anything else. Even uh, Luke was streaming today on LTN and he was talking about that specifically. And someone came into the chat and they were like, Oh, I'm, I'm already too far behind you. And it was like, dude, no, you're not like for once Mm -hmm. in your life, everybody's starting in the exact same level. And we can go back and do all the same content with you, even Mm -hmm. if we're just a couple missions ahead or we've already finished the campaign or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like literally no matter where you're at. And hopefully they keep that up because every time they do a season, usually there's just a slight extension and bump of of max level and all that stuff. But um, I I don't know. It's just... I, I love where Bungie is at and where they're headed. Obviously, the whole PlayStation thing is a little bit of who knows what that's going to look like. But from what we can tell, there's not going to be any control coming from PlayStation, just support and financing. And hey, keep running with it because we see a lot of potential in what's going on here. And the community that Bungie has developed. I mean, it's uh, no nowhere but up. And we're that's already cool. soaring, I would say. so. Soren. <laughs> That's my contribution to this Perfect. discussion. Yeah. Maybe I'll play. Yeah. It's it's got some really cool stuff. Like they they mentioned when they first were kind of advertising for what this campaign and DLC was gonna be like in the throne world, which is the main um area that they introduced. Mm-hmm. You essentially just have to do a lot of investigating. You have to um, do some exploring and try to solve these mysteries and all that stuff. And some of that's built into the campaign missions and some of that's just when you're roaming around. And I mean, I love, cool. that's one thing I really have always loved about Destiny is the the teamwork that's needed, especially on bigger stuff like raids. Mm-hmm. But there's deep mechanics that take um, just some brain power. It's not, it can be mindless if you want it to, but if you want to, if you want to really go, go into depth with things, you can just mm-hmm. be a, a super deep explorer and, Solve cool. all the mysteries. Unlock nice that there's that range. Gear. Yeah, for Sick. sure. So Destiny is the sure. best it's ever been, and I, I, you can quote me on that. <laughs> all right, hold on. Get that done real quick. Got it. <laughs> Eel. Sick. Good stuff. Well, um, should we just get right into the lightning? Not even take a break, dude. Oh my gosh, crazy I know. person. I'm that down. Sounds great. Yeah, That's fine with me. Let's do it. I know. So not a ton of like big world changing news this week. So uh, we're just going to get right into the lightning round. So get your ponchos. It may get a little extra stormy. We may stick around in the rain a little bit longer than normal just because we have time. Singing in the rain. That's right, dude. Get ready to sing in the rain. 
Okay, uh, Austin in the chat says he's got his poncho on, so we're going. Uh, best news right out the gate: John Williams returning to score the music for Obi Wan on Disney Plus. Fantastic, beautiful, That's very, very exciting. Good news because I've said before, I appreciate Ludwig Van Gorenson or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> For his talent and stuff, but it just doesn't sound like Star Wars to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Williams sounds like Star Wars or even Michael Giacchino. Um, so to bring him back for Obi-Wan, and I remember him saying, I think when like Force Awakens came out, he was like, yeah, this trilogy is going to be my last like bit of Star Wars. So for him to come back for this, I'm very excited. Hopefully that is a good sign for what the rest of the show will be like. Um, because I hope so. You know, I, Boba I'm Fett has been fine. Yeah. Hopefully it, uh, you know, respects the source mm-hmm. material, I guess. And we don't have any colorful mopeds driving oh on my God. Tatooine, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, so that's good news. Star Trek. Returns with the JJ cast. I am also very excited about this. Me too. Um, I JJ Abrams is one of my favorite directors ever. Um, I think Star Trek might be my favorite JJ Abrams movie. Um, it's just so unique, mm-hmm. and the cast is so good. Everything's just great. Um, so Star Trek Beyond. Uh, Justin Lin directed it. It was good. No, nowhere near the quality of uh, JJ's movies. So, and I think it didn't do like amazingly well. Like it did, it did fine, mm-hmm. but not enough to uh, you know make another one. And there have been talks of another Star Trek movie for so long. There were talks of Tarantino making a Star Star Trek movie. There was talks of uh, Chris Hemsworth coming back, but then uh, he and Chris Pine neither of them agreed with the pay, so they. Uh like dropped out. Like that was the news story a while back. I didn't know that. So, <clears throat> so to see that they're all coming back with JJ or at least his cast, I can't remember somebody who's, who's going to direct it. I need to look that up. I need to bang it. I think it was your mom um, actually. You know what? <laughs> I think you're right. Um, oh no. I'm trying to bing this real quick. Director. Bing. Director and three, two, Adam Shank, no, Matt Shackman from WandaVision oh. is directing, supposedly. Oh. So that's interesting. Interesting choice. Interesting. Um, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. JJ has a very specific visual style and Justin very. Lin came close. But it wasn't quite there, and I'm. I hope. And JJ produced Beyond, so I don't know. I hope he he has enough influence on it to kind of get it back to where it was. I don't want him to try to copy JJ and not you know do his own thing. But I don't know. It's just weird. It's kind of jarring when it's like, like a level of craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. We'll see. I, fingers crossed. I'm just excited to get another one. Chris Pine is one of my favorite actors. And I do love that Chris Pine. crew is just awesome. 
Um, so it was announced that Futurama is getting revived by by Hulu. I almost said Hulu. That's my Hulu. Gosh, Hulu. Hulu. Um, the bad news is John DiMaggio will not be returning to voice Bender, which is not good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he is quoted. So it's a, it was a pay dispute, and obviously, when you first hear that, uh, you think, "Wow, you're not making enough money." Uh, this is a quote from him. He says, just to be clear, I don't think that only I deserve to be paid more. I think the entire cast does. Negotiations are a natural part of working in show business. Everyone has a different strategy and different boundaries. They're, quote, price. Some accept offers. Some hold their ground. Bender's a part of my soul, and nothing about this is meant to be disrespectful to the fans or my Futurama family. Mm. Family. I just said family. Um, yeah, so basically he's For kind real. of standing his ground because they're not paying their talent enough, according to him. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much is in talks, but I guess kudos mm-hmm. to him for standing his ground. Yeah. It's kind of, it's definitely a bummer because, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to see that show revived for sure. And for him to not be Bender will be very strange. Yeah. I hope that they work something out. I mean, I'm kind of fingers crossed, hopeful that he's part of it after all. I don't know. We'll see. Moving on. Moving on. A Quiet Place Part 3 has been announced. I haven't seen either of the other ones. I Same. have not either. <laughs> oh, good. I've Glad heard amazing things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, if I was into that yeah. genre, I'm sure I'd love them because I hear people who like the scary only, movies love them. The only yeah. context I have is um, my brother went down into our cellar. Uh, went into our cellar and looked at the crawl space and he was like, that reminds me of A Quiet Place. I was like, I'm sure that's not a compliment. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Um, Austin so is there's asking that. in the chat if, if John Krasinski is directing. Oh. I don't see it on his... Oh, wait. Uh, let's see. Director, not actor. I don't see it on his list of movies he's directed or he's going to direct. Um, y'all got me binging things tonight. <sighs> um, I think he's writing it. Bing it should be a uh, emote. An emote. You ain't wrong about that. Um, I don't think. I would think he's going to, but I don't see any confirmation anywhere that he is. So rumor has it. We'll see. Rumor has it. So we'll see. Um, I need to see the other ones. Maybe I will eventually. I don't like scary movies. I know they're not that scary, but I'm scared. <clears throat> Moving on. Sure. Stranger Things 4 will be split up into two parts. Volume 1 will premiere on May 27th, with Volume 2 coming on July 1st. Each volume will be roughly the same length as previous seasons. So it's basically two seasons. Mm-hmm. The full season will be comprised of nine presumably very long episodes. Okay. So I don't really know why they're doing that. Seems I guess weird. it just works that way for the story to not jump into a new season. Maybe they like the story they wanted to tell for season four was just longer than previous seasons. So they were breaking it up. I guess. I don't really know. I don't think anyone but, would, would complain. Um, yeah, I'm not going to complain. I definitely am excited for that. Um, Stranger Things and, is great. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm super down for that. It's um, interesting that when, it's when like releasing it? um, not when the uh, like you know I, I I can't think of like how to describe it, but um, when they did the first season surrounding Halloween that released right around yeah. Halloween, so it's like the first time because it's supposed to be during spring break, but it's happening in the end of May. Mm. So I think that is. It is. I mean, Good it's point. fine. It's not a big deal. But um, I think that's part of like their thing is like we release yeah, it. Yeah, season three was July fourth. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. I think it's also like, do you think they're announcing everything at once so that people aren't waiting another two years like we have been for the next installment Dude. without getting super upset? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I. I mean, I just feel like if they could like make pull off like maybe just a month earlier. Like I feel like April on, is still believable. They're like, yes, yeah, that can be spring break. It's fine. Give me. You guys yeah. have been working on it forever. <laughs> um, yeah, they need to hurry up. I, so that's, they've said that they're going to end with season five. So that'll be the wrap up of the show, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I, think I that's good. obviously would love it to go on for forever, but that's it's hard when possible. it's like when the story is surrounding kids. Oh yeah. Like I feel like it loses. I don't know. Like, I feel like if they became adults and we just kept following them at some point, it'd be like, all right, let them live their lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. They need to hurry up and film because they're not going to be kids anymore. They're going to have to make these weird. Their baby faces are going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll probably do a years later season six in like 10, 15 years or something like that. (laughs) A reunion, like a friend's reunion. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, All right. Ryan Reynolds says he's definitely not in Doctor Strange 2. (laughs) Good to know. I saw a meme with that. It was was Ryan Reynolds, and then it cut to the um, Spider-Man shot of um, Green Goblin saying, you know, I'm somewhat of a basic Spider-Man myself. Yeah, obviously, um, we don't know because he could be telling the truth, but we'll never believe anyone ever again. So we'll see. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense. Nothing, nothing is out of bounds. I was, I was just telling someone that like anything surrounding marketing, like premieres of movies, I just don't believe any. Like, I'll just wait until I actually I watch it. I'm like not actually going to theorize anything until I see it because, yeah, or you know, historically, Marvel has always mm-hmm. like bait and switched, like you know, <clears throat> yep putting scenes in their uh, trailers that are totally yeah. not in the movie at all and like incorrect mm-hmm. um, to, to throw you off. So yeah. What was a, has there ever been a movie where you were expecting something, even though everyone said it wasn't going to happen and then it came out and it didn't happen. You were like a freak. I can't think of one. I can't think of one. I feel like that's like Marvel. I'm sure. It, it's Marvel's fault that we don't believe <laughs> Like marketing anymore because they've, they've just yeah. gone on for so long. Oh, for sure, it's they squash our hope. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, the Halo series will reveal Master Chief's face. Oh, it's a pretty big deal. It's a big deal. Nah, you know, not happy about it. No, at this point, like the games definitely can't because it's going to be. A letdown. I mean, because if you hide something for so long and then you reveal it and it's just some dude, like, what is it going to be? Like, freaking, I don't know. That's like, 
Tommy Lee Jones. Wait, you guys don't really watch anime, right? Do you watch Naruto um, at all? No. Oh, okay. So like Kakashi, who's like the, you might have seen like pictures of him, but like he has white hair and his like face is masked. There's like one episode mm-hmm. towards like the very end of the show where he like pulls it down to like eat something and it's a mm-hmm. little bit underwhelming. It's like after years and years and years of being like, oh, who, what, what could he look like? He pulls it down. You're like, yeah. Oh, meh. Oh, it's just a dude. <laughs> I always wonder what I would have thought um, of Darth Vader's reveal. Like if I hadn't like if, like if I wasn't a kid when I saw it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Of course, when I was a kid, I was just like, cool, he's gross. You know yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Brooks in the chat says, uh, what if Jackie Chan was under Chief's helmet? I'm, I'm for that. <sighs> you imagine, dude. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. My thinking is it's like <laughs> Paramount is getting super bold with a move like that to be able to be like, yeah, we're the ones who are worthy of showing true master chief's face. And it's mm. like, you're probably not like, maybe that's just trying to build hype. It's word. like, here's why we're important to the, the, yeah. the, the, the bunch of halo Mythos. because, Hey, we showed master chief's face, but all the other, you know, Bungie didn't do it and neither has three, four, three. It's, there's a reason why, mm. like, Mm-hmm. as soon as you do stuff like that too and I, I mean this is a gaming thing um like you connect with your character because if you don't know if you don't see their face right. then that that's you in a sense you know it's like mm-hmm. that could be me under that helmet so there's a deeper connection mm-hmm. to that character <laughs> <master> chief <laughs> yeah are, are you telling me you're definitely not in the halo tv show because <laughs> i don't believe you. i'm not not in the halo TV yeah show. i'm not buying it and not not yeah, we'll see. Um, Paul Dano said he had trouble sleeping some nights after playing Riddler all day. Oh. He says it was hard to come down from playing that character. That's crazy, man. Same. I can imagine. Same, Paul. That's crazy. Are you saying you're definitely in the Batman? <laughs> I'm not not right. in the Batman. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, obviously, uh, selfishly, that excites me to see what the Riddler's going to look like yeah. for sure. Uh, feel bad for him. It's unnerving after okay. Heath Ledger. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. I mean, that's gotta um, say something for DC as a whole. Like, you don't find a lot of Marvel actors saying right, that they've like, struggled with mental illness after becoming a character for the show or Jesus. movies. But it's a regular occurrence for stuff that goes on in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. That is pretty wild. Dude. Mickey Rourke after playing Whiplash, dude, it's just hard to go to sleep at night, dude. I mean, even the OG, I don't think Jim Carrey had any issues being the <laughs> red dude, nightmares from being know. the Riddler. <laughs> but, uh, you never know, dude. But didn't the, the old, the other old villains from the, um, uh, George Clooney Batman, and I mean, there's there's been some people mentioned those jokers and stuff. That's crazy. Wait, what? I think that, um, who were who the other jokers? Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. I think Jack Nicholson mentioned because it was in relation specifically to uh, Heath Ledger's struggles and his mm. his death. He was like, "Oh, yeah, wow. I kind of know kind of what he was going through." I think it was Dang. a little more extreme for Heath Ledger, of course, because right. his character yeah. arc was so much more intense and wild. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But um, I'm pretty sure there was an interview where Jack Nicholson expressed a similar issue. <laughs> Dang. That's crazy. Well, I am so freaking excited for this movie. So, and I love Paul Dano. I think he is very underrated and I hope 
that uh, this movie um, is his real giant big break. I mean, he's been in some great things. Um, Little Miss Sunshine, uh, mm-hmm. Prisoners, which I never saw. Uh, there will be blood. Like he's 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 terrific. So I'm very excited to see it. Craven the Hunter's half brother, Marvel Comics' well-known identity thief, Chameleon, has joined the upcoming film. White Lotus actor Fred Heckinger, Hetchinger, Heckinger, Heckinger, I don't know, will take on the role. I've wow. never watched White Lotus. Me neither. But, uh, I don't know how I feel about Craven. I don't know much about Craven the Hunter. I know a lot of people really like him. I don't know how I feel about Aaron Taylor, Tyler Johnson playing him. Hmm. But I don't really know Craven the Hunter that well, so maybe he'd be great. I don't really know. Random tidbit about me. Uh, (coughs) People are like superhero shows or movies that have like some sort of like identity thief or like some sort of transforming ability to take on the likeness of someone else. Like that stresses me out like so much. I'm just like. Because you never know. You just never know. You never know. Have you seen the Mission Impossible movies? Yes. Bro, they like freaking taking masks off each other like one after another. And I'm like, where am I? (laughs) Exactly. It's insane, dude. Um, Dude, Mission Impossible 2 is is not a great movie, but (laughs) one of the like mask twists in that movie got me, dude. It got me good. (laughs) Anyway, um, Tom Holland says he is definitely taking a break after filming a show for Apple. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, so, he's got to go hang out in his million dollar mansion with Zendaya. I know. Yeah. And enjoy life, dude. you know? Why would you? Yeah, it's so lame, dude. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, yeah. That's, I don't know what he, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what a break is to him, but uh, if Uncharted is amazing. Didn't I technically um, Chris Hemsworth take a break? And I, I felt like that lasted like two seconds. Oh, did he? Yeah, at one point he was like, I, I got to spend time with my family. I was like, okay, so we probably won't see him for a while. And then I felt like he was in so many things. Yeah. Mm. You know, like our life just flies by. Like, what? when's the last time you saw Chris Hemsworth in a movie? Endgame. That was like freaking four years ago. <laughs> he could have been taking a break. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. We probably won't even realize it. But <clears throat> anyway, yeah, that's cool. I mean, good for you. Good for you. Hope to see you back soon. I hope Uncharted's good. I've heard okay things. Hopefully there's a sequel. We'll see. Elvis gets a trailer. Did you guys see it? I did. I mean, most celebrities do get their own trailers just because they need a place to... Oh. Oh. My goodness. (laughs) So we get Lee out of here. (laughs) Oh. Hashtag ban Lee. Um, Elvis got a... Visual promotional video for his movie <laughs> directed by Boz Lerman, who I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, I've seen, I haven't seen Moulin Rouge, but I've seen Australia and Great Gatsby. I'm not a huge fan of his style. That sort of like acid trip for half the movie style. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, That's what's actually happening? Pretty and then like everything... <laughs> Yeah, everything feels like it's moving and fast forward. I'm just like, oh my gosh, calm down. (laughs) Things that like shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm just like, what's happening? Like a natural. But um, I don't know. Austin Hunter, is that his name? I have no idea. That sounds. Is it? Is it Butler? No. Austin Butler. 
You're correct. Austin oh, okay. Butler. I was like, who? Um, yeah. Um, I'd never heard of him before. Haley said he was on a Disney Channel show. He was. That's what I, um, what, what show was it? But I was like, oh, I think he's like a Disney it? actor. <laughs> but he's got, he's got the right face. For it, I feel well, like technically, you guys were talking about Timothy Omenson earlher. He was a Disney actor too. He was he was in the uh, yeah Luck of the Irish movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. And Maggie yeah, yeah. was in um uh Model Behavior. All the oh, Disney yeah, actors. Okay, so he was yeah. in he was in Ned's Declassified. He was in Zoe One Hundred and One. He was in Wizards of Waverly Place. Yes. briefly. So he's he's a Disney guy. Um, he looks. Great. He sounds apparently that's really him singing in the trailer. Oh, really? Um, wow, yeah. I'm impressed. So he he does the singing as Elvis. His voice wow. sounds really good. It means everything to us. And like he does the whole like <laughs> like I'm like dang, I didn't expect to hear that coming out of you. Um, but it looks good. I mean, I'm intrigued. Tom Hanks freaks me out a little bit. I don't know what's happening with that. Dude. I don't know if we're supposed to know who that is. Like, is that a famous? I don't like, know. Did he have a horrible I agent. I don't have enough of a. History. Yeah, my Elvis knowledge. Yeah. Isn't, it was Elvis's uh, twin brother, thick. Pelvis. <gasps> he pulled off his mask. Oh, Pelvis. Okay, yeah. um, it was you all along. Yeah. It was you. Um, yeah. It looks interesting. Very interesting. The, the trailer's like three minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got like um, but, Whiplash vibes, even though it's oh, like totally okay. different director, but I don't know. Yeah. I can see that. Like agent or mentor abuses mm-hmm. him possibly. Potentially. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, we'll see. Moving on. Yep. Marvel shows are leaving Netflix. Mm, I feel like, have we talked about this yet? I don't think we've talked about it, but it's been it's been news for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think this, where at the end of this going? week. Wait, we did. I think we did talk about this. Oh, sorry. Because we said it, we said it was probably going to Hulu. Instead of Disney Plus, so because Hulu is kind of Disney's more adult stuff. Yes, yeah. right. But yeah. um, was his face? Kevin Feige said that um, Moon Knight is supposed to not be very family friendly, and that's on Disney Plus. So now people are like, I don't know, maybe true. it is going to be on Disney Plus, and it just well, be its own category of like, I don't know, like true. darker. I hope so. I hope I, so too. I hope it's on Disney Plus. It could be, be like a multiversal thing too. Like that's their <laughs> explanation. They're not exactly right. in the current main universe, but, but they're still kind of there because of Daredevil Except, at least. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, Kingpin. Yeah. yeah. Do you I'm so, I gotta think... finish those shows. I haven't watched all of them. Oh, Daredevil. You'll yes. be very disappointed in Iron Fist. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I posted some something in on Twitter when we first started watching Iron Fist and everyone was like, just don't do it. I was like, I just have to on principle. Like I know it sucks. It's like so aggravating, but I got to do yeah. it. Good for you. Uh, for I was so excited for the trailer. It, Cause, uh, <laughs> um, Oh, what's his name? Faramir. I can't remember his name. Oh, the guy who plays Faramir. Yeah. I got a bing. It's going to kill me. <laughs> So much, so much binging tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, a, but he's in Iron Fist, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, mm, I was hoping that it would come up quickly. <laughs> it's fine. David, David Winham. Okay. I, I uh, yeah, fine. he's in it. But yeah, I didn't watch the show because I heard terrible things, and then I didn't watch the Defenders. And I remember I waited to watch Daredevil season three because I was like, I didn't watch Defenders. I don't know. 
And apparently, like, like it has the defenders has an impact on Daredevil season three. But I, yeah. was, my friend was like, "Bro, you got to watch it. Just don't worry about it. This is kind of what happens <laughs> in Defenders." And I was like, "All right." So uh, yeah, I have to anyway. finish Defenders and then watch basically seasons two and up of like the other shows, and then season three of Daredevil. Those are the have you watched season three of Daredevil at all? No, I need to. Oh damn! I know, I, I know, I know, anything. I know. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, season three is. Maybe I'll just good like. Stuff. Hey, maybe I'll binge that while Luke is gone. Like, do it. You know? Yes, season two of Daredevil had some amazing stuff in it. It drifts a little bit. Yeah, because they're setting up defenders. Right. Exactly. With the hand or whatever. The hand. So. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. Um, Uncharted is now in Fortnite. Hello. Uh, you cool. can play as Tom Holland, Nathan Drake, or video game Nathan Drake, and the video game Chloe or the live action Chloe. I can't remember the actress's name. Um, I rarely play Fortnite, but I had to buy it because uh, Nathan Drake is awesome. So anyway, <laughs> that's news. Go out and do it. Sorry. <laughs> Horizon came out. Austin streamed it Friday night. Shout out to Austin. Said it was amazing. Shout out to Austin yeah, for not being cool here tonight. <laughs> um, he said it's like it. one of the best visually visual like games he's ever played. So that's really exciting. I think he's loving it so far. I mean, IGN gave it a nine. Um, I'm so torn because I haven't played the first one. So I, I don't know what to do. I don't really have time to freaking Pull your heart, 40 hours. And, oh, God. I heard Aloy I lost voice. all of her um, pandemic weight. <clears throat> oh, did she? Did they change look, her, her character closely. design? Yeah, they. it's not major. I mean, it's not like they just gave her this gigantic makeover and now she's the perfect person, but they fixed her face because it was that okay. was what everybody was, was complaining old. about is it looked yeah, like she just it, got well, funky. a lot of It just looked like she was set. like cartoony too, like the animation <laughs> yeah. style just like totally changed. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, uh, in terms of animation, as long as it's sure. not like Mass Effect Andromeda's facial animations when that game first Ooh. released, we're good. <laughs> Which it's not. Did you <laughs> Did you enjoy Mass Effect Andromeda? Hot take. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. like it's it's definitely not the best installment in the franchise. Which I will support a couple of answers that were given by our community that are Mass Effect related. Oh. Uh, but it wasn't bad. I, it's like I don't know. That was kind of in the heyday when it seemed like EA. And Bioware had struggled enough in terms of their storytelling and keeping their people staffed well, but as well as overworking their teams. So they could have Mm. done a lot more with it, but I don't think they could have pulled it off in a healthy way. So um, it doesn't compare to the final installment, or I'm I'm sorry, the second installment, which is Mass Effect 2, which is the best. Mm. Spoiler alert. Um, (gasps) But it's good. I mean, it's it's a different story. It's it didn't do well enough for them to continue that story. Hopefully Mass Effect yeah. 4 might connect some dots, but whatever, we'll see. It was it was good. Yeah. It was worth playing if you like this if you like the franchise. Yeah. Go. Cool. Uh the uh PSVR 2 headset uh was like the look of it was revealed. This was inspired by the curved white and black look of the PS5, but the headset itself was designed to match the orb look of the Sense VR controllers. It kind of just looks like another typical VR mm. headset, but it was revealed, so you can go look it up and check it out. That's cool. Next Call of Duty was been delayed, has been delayed to 2024. 
If this happens, it will break Activision's 18-year annual release streak started by 2005's Call of Duty 2. Oh, no. <laughs> Good. Good. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Who? Y'all need to chill. Who's really bothered by that? Because the game is never different when they release a new one the following year. <laughs> I know. And, and it's not even like they chose to take their time with it. It's, well, I mean, I, they did, I guess. But it's not like a cognitive decision like... We're not going to release this. We're going to give a, a year, like, it, it was delayed. So it wasn't, it's not like they're turning a new leaf or anything. Yeah. Anyway. I, I don't know. I think it's good news for the, the development team. I mean, even just, mm-hmm. just talking about Mass Effect and how that stuff kind of goes down, when those big studios just push their own agendas in the way that's like, we have to deliver on these dates no matter what, you get burnout, yeah. you get people um, working way harder than they should, you get in office abuse and all this other craziness. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's a, that's a good move for the gaming industry because that means that it's, it's lowering the standards to a healthier place in my opinion. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's sort of like horrible work environment stuff is like, it's crazy that it's still happening. Like, I don't know. You, you feel like when Andromeda stuff came out that you'd be like, wow, this is going to like, you know, they blew the whistle. Like we're, we're, we're going to see some change. And then, like, Anthem happens, and then yep. even Red Dead 2, like, they said stuff about that. And now, recently, Lego Star Wars, they're saying stuff. It's like, dang, it's I mean, what is, what's what's it going to take? Even Bungie got caught for some of that stuff. I mean, like I said, really? they're in a great place, but they haven't had the perfect history, you know, especially with yeah. some articles that came out a few, like, what was it, two months ago, maybe? Mm, Just about wow. workplace abuse and mistreatment and stuff like yeah. that. Um, they're not as bad about overwork, but when it comes to inter-office interactions and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. healthy no work, one's... Workplace. Exactly. Yikes. Well... It's wild. We'll see. Yeah. The storm has passed. Ooh. Wow. That's a close one. I'm sweating in this poncho, dude. Holy cow. <laughs> so, uh, every week, we post a discussion question. That's so hard for me to say. Discussion question in... Discord and on socials for you guys to uh, give your answers and give us your feedback. Uh, this week's discussion question was uh, the best game installment in a franchise. So pick a franchise. What game within that franchise was the best in it? Brian Byron says Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag or Assassin's Creed 2. Both are absolutely amazing. I never played either of those. Yeah, I, I stopped after two. It's, I know that it's they're both regarded as like the two best ones, um, but I don't know why I didn't play the second one because I remember when the second one was coming out and I was like, I gotta, I gotta play the first one, and I like pushed my way through the first one because the first one is repetitive, um, and I was like, all right, I beat it, time to get the second one, and I never did. I don't know why, and that's my story. Uh, Black Flag, I don't know why, but it didn't grab me. I played for a little bit and kind of got tired. Um, and I know that angers lots of people. Um, well, good answer. Brooks in the chat says his answer is Mass Effect 2. Agreeing with Lee over here. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Austin says AC2 was excellent back in the day. Uh, Corey says Fallout 4 is his favorite of that series. Main game and side lore was great. DLC wasn't just the reskin, plus the added modding features on console add so much more depth. Fallout 4, that's, that's a kind of a recent one, right? In the last, like, 
five or six years that one came out. I guess it's not very recent anymore. Time flies. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I haven't, I never really got super into the Fallout games, but I know they're supposedly amazing. Good answer. Chuckles says Mass Effect 2. Justin says Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Just Bethy. <clears throat> um, here's a hot take, controversial. Says Super Mario Sunshine. And you know what? I might agree. Oh. I really, really loved Super Mario Sunshine. It made me so angry at times. Mm. But, um, and it's probably because that might be the only Mario game other than Odyssey that I like intentionally sat down and was like, I'm going to beat this game. And I like worked really hard to beat it. Mario 64, like I was a kid. I didn't really know what I was doing. I had on the DS and I beat it on the DS. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like I was just more casual with it. Where Sunshine, I was like, I'm going to beat this game. And I really loved the like, island theme and how it was all like part of the same theme that was probably one of my biggest gripes with odyssey was how it was just so bizarre and like dinosaurs and real people and food like it was just weird you know compared to super mario sunshine where it's like a consistent theme anyway that's a good answer i i think i agree with that one did you guys play odyssey no i'm laughing because bubba just Mm-mm. said because steve isn't just an island boy uh, island boy <laughs> no <laughs> island boy um yeah i'm basically an island boy so um yeah odyssey was for sure fun but i was just weird i don't know i i i like the uh cohesiveness cohesion i don't really know uh what about you guys uh, Leah's Mass Effect 2, we know that. Well, I actually had an, another answer just because Mass Effect 2 <gasps> was such a common answer. Mm. Good answer. It's uh, Time Splitters 3, Future Perfect. Whoa! I made a reference to Time Splitters earlier. That's pretty crazy. Not yeah. even knowing you were going to bring it up. That's crazy. When did that game come out? I remember Time Splitters 2. I don't think I knew that there was a third one. Ooh, 2000 and, I don't know, 2007? Maybe earlier than <laughs> that? You're almost as old as Justin. Bro. Freak, dude. I Man. am in my 30s. Gross, dude. That's a good answer. Uh, yeah, Austin says 2004-ish or so. Brooks says, agreed, awesome game. Yeah, I played a little bit of Time Splitters 2 on my cousin's uh, PS2, right? I think so. Um, good answer. What about you, Asia? Um, it's kind of like a nostalgic answer, but I keep bringing it up on this podcast, but SSX three is my favorite Yo. Of that franchise. That was, that might be the only SSX game I actually had, oh. but you could play as like, um, I always played as the little, the little kid. Um, right. His name? Yeah, yeah. 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 I can't remember his name. I always played as Elise or Kauri sometimes when I was feeling like I needed to change, but then I would just always come back up. to Elise. What is that kid's yeah, name? I, like I can't remember his name. I need to look it up. I liked how it was like they would sort of interact with each other like while you were snowboarding and uh, the music was cool. Yeah, that was a fun game, dude. It's so fun. Good answer. Thanks, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Me, personally, 
I feel like I have to be lame and say Uncharted 4. It's not lame. Uncharted You're not game. lame. <sighs> so lame. I'm trying to think of like something other than that. I I just haven't played all of the games in a franchise, so I can't fully say like this is the best one, but Breath of the Wild was amazing. Uh Yeah. It's a good game. I'm trying to think of other games. Crash Bandicoot 2 was my <gasps> favorite of the Crash Bandicoot games. Yeah. Cortex Strikes Back. Nice. Um, some good stuff. Anyway, good answers, everyone. Oh, um, uh, did so, you read oh. Austin's answer? <gasps> he said, uh, mod- oh, Modern Warfare. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2. Best Call of Duty game ever. I never played Modern Warfare 2. I played Modern Warfare 1, Call of Duty 4. Um, but I never played the second one. But I heard great things, obviously. Austin is uh, making sure in the chat that I read his answer. So, Lee, thank you for <laughs> catching that. I would have been in big trouble. Almost as much trouble as Brooks is in that I have to talk to him after this podcast. <laughs> anyway. So, um... Every he says Call of Duty Four, Black Ops One and Two, and Modern Warfare Two were all great games. Black Ops One, dude, that was the last game I that was the last Call of Duty game I really played. But I really liked the campaign. That was like freaking Sam Worthington and like Ed Harris and like some famous people in that one. I remember. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, so every time we stream, we post a poll for you guys to vote for the discussion question you want to see for that week. Um, and this we week you voted, Steven? F- we put it in chat on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Movigo, where we stream our podcast every Tuesday at what? 8 PM. Boom. Um, who would have known? And who, not me. Uh, this week's poll, the, the winner was a dead franchise Yay. gaming franchise Sorry. that you want to <laughs> see brought back. I know me and Asia have been so excited every week. Finally, it's here. <laughs> um, so what's a, what's a gaming franchise that they don't make games anymore and you want to see another one? Let us it? know on socials or on our discord. You can find those, uh, by searching at Moviga podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then while you're on our Instagram, check the link in our bio to find us everywhere we are. We'd love to have you join our discord community and be a part of the conversation there. Uh, we just talk about games and movies and stuff like that on discord and obviously the weekly questions. So, Come party with us. Party never stops. War never changes there. Uh, also follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Moviga. We're streaming our weekly podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. And we're streaming multiple games throughout the week. Um, Justin does Game Pass or Play a lot on Thursdays where he plays a random Game Pass game um, and lets you know if you should pass on it or play it. So fun. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. uh, and then uh, random other games throughout the week. So hang out with us there. And um, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're posting our weekly episode every Friday. So follow us there. Give us a like. Share us with your friends. We would appreciate it. I think that's it. Oh, some news. Um, Next week, the podcast will not be streamed. Because we're doing a special mashup a podcast episode with a free play podcast from LTN. So uh, Brian and I are going up to Charlotte for tantrum con. And uh, we're going to be up there with a bunch of guys from LTN uh, and Brian and I and Bubba and Luke 
are going to uh, do a special episode merging minds from the free play podcast of love that nerd and uh, four hour long episode (laughs) yeah you're probably right so i gotta bring all my junk up there and uh we're gonna record and so no streamed podcast next week but it's for a good cause it's gonna be a sweet episode so yeah i think that's pretty much it love it guys thanks for being here great to have you Great to be here. Appreciate you. Great to be here. <laughs> um, I always end by saying thanks to Lee, and he's here to say you're welcome. If he chooses to say that, or he could say you're not welcome. But I'll, Lee, we appreciate you. I'm just going to leave an awkward tension between us. Okay. And let you figure it out for yourself based on oh. context oh, clues no. okay. and the timbre oh, of my no. voice. <laughs> oh, no. Not the timbre. The timbre gets me, buddy. All right, well, we appreciate you. Appreciate you guys being here. Everyone else, thanks for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.